On the Record with Gavin Riley. Sunday morning at 11. Brought to you by PwC, a dedicated private business team built around you. It all adds up to the new equation on News Talk. Now, as you know, we've had a shocking few weeks. There's only one way to describe it is to use that word carnage on the road. Some of the funerals are still taking place. There's one reported on in the Sunday papers this morning down in Clonmel. And the numbers here are absolutely astonishing. The amount of fatalities are up 25% of this time last year on this time this year, the first uh, few months of the year. So what exactly is behind it? There's obviously a whole range of factors here. It's not just one, but there are three or four sort of bubbling to the surface that might explain why we're having such a bad time at the moment. And my guest who's on the phone now is Sarah O'Connor, who's the Director of Partnerships and External Affairs at the Road Safety Authority, who, of course, collate a lot of the statistics and have a role in policy making as well and talk to uh, their government colleagues a lot of the time on these issues. Sarah, you're very welcome to the programme. Good morning. And I wish I was joining you in different circumstances. Uh, The last number of weeks have been tragic and devastating, and I'm sure a lot of your listeners have been as flourish as we have been in the RSA with with what we've been seeing. Yeah, and we thought we'd leave this item a few days because we're conscious that there are families directly involved who, you know, don't necessarily want all this dredged up again. But our conversation is very much talking about national policy and the trends in all of this, and and we're sticking very much to that uh, mandate. Now, in terms of these numbers, I was amazed at the 25% increase. I mean... Can you guys at this stage, and I know it's very dynamic and some of these things only happened a few days ago and investigations have to be carried out, so that's all accepted. But is there any sense of what, is there any particular factors at play this year as opposed to other years or is it just a a sort of a temporary grim blip or or, or what's going on? Yeah, so I mean, I I suppose what I I can explain a little bit today is what we see when we look at the trends in terms of the collisions that we're aware of right now. But it's probably useful for your listeners to know the why of those collisions takes a while to unpack. And obviously, every single collision is different. So for us, we would often get the answers as to the why when we look at what we would call the coronial data. So when we partner with the coroner's courts and two maybe years down the line, when those coroner's courts come to decisions about what's happening in individual um, collisions, they then share and help us to learn more about what's happening at trend level. So sometimes we're looking at what's immediate and sometimes we're looking at what we know from, from sure. that why analysis, let's say. And we're then, even but, looking at what we know right now, let's say, mm. there are probably three or four pieces that really stick out so okay. far this year that are quite notable. Um, one of those would be, and, and I know it's been really top of mind for people the last two weeks, is the, the trend in, in younger fatalities and, and younger people experiencing a road death this year. So um, at the the moment one in four of the fatalities that have happened have been between the ages of 16 and 25 and to put that in context for people um really when we look at the last two years up until the uh, end of august say it's nearly two years of road deaths among that group in the one year so far this year so it's it's really stark that that's a group that's way out of keeping it's a big outlier with what we would normally see in that vein um and and i suppose that's that's really weighing on people and that's something um, we have a lot of work to do. We do a lot of work targeting younger drivers and younger road users, but but there's a really significant body of work to do when we look at that for this year. Now, can I throw a um, few? Can I throw a few other factors at you? Because I mean, please, uh, yeah, yes, no, I don't. Yeah. I don't I'm in trouble in the sense lots of people are claimed to be very knowledgeable and say it's this, it's that, it's it's the other. Um, one is obviously speed. So are are we, yes. are we dri- and driving behaviour? I suppose which it falls under. Um, And are you noticing stuff about just are we all going a lot faster? Is there particular age groups which you've cited possibly go? Is there any actual data on that part? 
No, there is. And I really wanted to talk about that today because um, I suppose speeding, mobile phone distraction um, and alcohol are three pieces that we are really fixated on and that we think we really need to kickstart a huge national conversation on. Um, the RSA undertakes uh, very regular um, driver and attitude behaviour surveys to understand what's going on under the bonnet in terms of driver behaviour. And the piece about speeding is... It's probably hard to digest the scale of it. And I might explain um, uh, to your listeners. So when, when we look at people who are speeding, um, we would ask people whether they drive um, above the, you know, above the 50, above the 80, above the 100 and above the 120 routinely. And all of those, then we amalgamate. Well, look, what's going on? How fast are people driving? And 17 percent of people, according to this um, survey, routinely drive at a very high level above what the speed limit is. And about 47 percent of people so almost half drive at what would be a medium level above the speed limit. So if you look at that, really, what that tells you is we, we don't have the right attitudinal relationship with speed in Ireland. Um, and I suppose there's two factors. One is the speed limit, as in the number that it says on the road that you're driving on. And the second piece is our relationship with speed in terms of, well, is, is that road safe for me to drive at that number right now? And are the road conditions or the weather conditions also safe? And should I be slowing down well, <laughs> well in excess of what the speed limit actually says on a particular day on a particular night when I'm out on the roads and okay. th- those are the pieces so I think we need to we're, lo- we're losing we're, lo- we're, we're losing the battle on speed that that's what I'm picking up from you a- another one that I want to zone in on is the issue of urban versus rural roads and and yeah. this, that that there seems to be a skew towards rural roads where these are happening now you might say to yourself well Yes, of course, because you're, you're not going to be as congested. You can get up to those bigger speeds. Um, but is there something more than that going on? Is there some particular issue in rural Ireland or is that just a prejudice or whatever? Or, or, or what, are you, what are you seeing in that area? Well, when we when we look at that same speed analysis and we asked people, um, like, when do you speed the most? Their answers came back and they said, when I'm on an empty road and when I'm on my own in the car. So clearly there's something about people are on their way. They're, they're not driving at that lower speed limit something mentally in them says, well, off I go. And and really, that mental piece, that's the switch we have to help people to switch off because the I'm on an empty road and off I go is a really unsafe behaviour. Uh, seven of, out of ten of the fatalities we've seen this year are on rural roads. So people think that it's, it's okay to press the button or to off the go on the accelerator and that they can move. And actually, the data tells us no. That's not okay. That's not safe. That's actually a very dangerous driving scenario. And we have to help people, I suppose, to understand that and to begin to create that habit change. And I suppose for us in the RSA, and look, tomorrow is one of the national slowdown days that we'll be collaborating with with the Gardaí about to help people to remember, actually, I have to slow down. But it's not only about slowing down, you know, when you when you get in the car after you've listened to me today or after we've listened to those really tragic reports, um, you know, of the funerals over the last few days. It's about the driving behaviour every single time we sit into the car and slowing down every single time um, we're on a rural road, we're on an urban road and paying attention to that. That's the behaviour change piece we have to get every single person in the country on board with and moving on with. Now, Sarah, I know you're not the Minister for Transport or in the government or the cabinet or any of those things, so feel free to push back to on me on the next few questions. But I just wanted to just explore a little bit about there are some ideas knocking around the system 
generally the policy system, shall we call it that, you know, speed limiters, for example, um, greater restrictions are based on age. So younger drivers would have more restrictions placed on them or might not be licensed at a particular age, all this sort of stuff. I mean, have you guys explored any of these ideas? Are, are, are they live issues at all? Or is it just kind of we're going to work with what we have and just get the message through better rather than bring in new laws and restrictions and so on? No, I mean, people might not be aware, but there is um, a centralised government road safety strategy. There's 184 actions on that strategy. Um, there's about 16, uh, sorry, 19 different partners who work on it. Um, the RSA leads out in a very significant number of those um, uh, actions. And there are other agencies that take total ownership of pieces that we need to drive on. Um, but I suppose the, the point about this government road safety strategy is, is that it's a 10-year endeavour. And there, uh, there's a really significant body of work. Um, for us, I suppose, looking at the last two years, so last year and this year, we are markedly out of um, out of keeping of what we had seen over the previous decade. So year upon year upon year over the previous decade, we had seen um, road safety fatalities um, dropping and it had been going the direction that we wanted it to. And the last two years have really not been where we want it to be. And so I suppose part of what we're doing, you know, with the Road Safety Transformation Board, with the Department of Transport, with policy leaders with our colleagues in the in the Gardaí is to say, well, what can we push the button on right now? What can we step on with? And there's a really, like, there's a significant number of pieces that are legislative, that are to do with policy, that are to do with penalties, that are to do with driver behaviour, that we can work on together. So, so Shaz, is there anything so in particular? for example, Penalty points are really important, for example. So um, there, there's a really good case to be made for how um, if we increase the penalty points right now for a number of really set offences, for example, to do with alcohol, to do with speed and to do with distracted driving, that from, from the moment increasing the penalty points that they set at now, so that if it's a penalty point of three, it might go up to five penalty points, that piece would be really significant. Another piece that will be really important is, and we see an awful lot of it and it's come through really clearly in the research, is that there are people who are undertaking what we would call multi-risk behaviours. So they might be driving too fast, they might have alcohol in their system and they might not have their seatbelt on. At the moment, if if they're detected by a guard in that scenario, they'll get the accumulated fine across all of those offences, but they won't get the accumulated penalty points across all of those offences. And that'll be a really, really important And measure. hasn't there also um, been um, this whole controversy around the penalty points for speeding that essentially people who are just over, you know, not that that's right either, but get the same levy essentially as those who are way over that 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 that's a problem what what do you think of that area yeah that's certainly something really worth exploring and um i think all of these points are are up for play and are pieces that we need to sit down and say okay we're doing them there's three or four concerted actions in terms of penalty points that we believe will work and for example when we look at that survey and we asked people well what would persuade you not to speed the top four things that people said back was you know more more checking from guards and if they were near the the penalty point level for disqualification if there was an increase in the penalties or if there was more technology for enforcement. And are they, so Sarah, are you, yeah, sure. Uh, other thing, are, are where the Gardaí are and these speed vans are, are they actually properly connected up to the roads where the accidents are happening? I mean, I see a lot of speed vans dotted around suburbs of Dublin where nobody gets up to any kind of speed at all. So are they actually making sure that they're, they're risk-based, that they are actually on the roads where the accidents are actually happening? Well, the guard tell us that it's intelligence-led and that that's to do with where they know their people are routinely either speeding on those roads or where there have been collisions in the past and where they have a point of concern. Um, so from, from our point of view, that's in the mix. That's okay. part of what they consider when they are allocating sure. a particular source. Okay. But I have to leave... One piece yeah, I have to go, unfortunately, Sarah, but thanks. It's great to see that you're taking on a few of these news. It sounds like there's something going to happen in this area quite urgently from what you're saying. So Sarah Connor is the Director of Partnerships and External Affairs at Road Safety at Ireland. 
On the Record with Gavin Riley. Sunday morning at 11. Brought to you by PwC, a dedicated private business team built around you. It all adds up to the new equation on News Talk.